Hello and welcome to the Gold Advantage on the Best of Three Network. What you don't know is I just botched the opening and had to recover, <laughs> thankfully, very smoothly. We will edit it out uh, through the wonderful skills of my co-host, Scotty. With us as well is BMB, who I'm sure will be bringing this up uh, further into the episode, not letting me get away with my botched opening. How are you guys doing? Well, I think right. you could have you could have just smoothly integrated it in. You you didn't. It wasn't such a bad botch. You just were like you know hyping up the best of three network, which it is yeah. a network. We do have a sister podcast called Money Hill. Uh, so I'm never gonna flame for uh, hyping up the network. You know what? Uh, yeah, it could have been pretty funny if we had left it in. Um, but unfortunately, I'm being forced to edit it out. The Unless big I issue just was actually chopping the audio. Off. Like my brain froze. Like I was <laughs> saying it and I was like, wait, what are you doing here? This is like, this is the wrong thing. And I, I just went brain dead this. So um, you're like, you're two for five maybe this year with botches. Yeah. You had, you had one earlier as well. So I did. Listen, did. maybe the brain's going a little bit. We'll see. It might be. Who knows? <laughs> it could be. You're it's kind of a boomer. I've been saying this for I'm weeks. I'm hitting 33 <laughs> couple, like, in a month, dude. It's like, yeah. It's Fucking young. Wait, you're turning 30? 33. 33? What? I know. I, I thought I was like, wait, I did not think you were that young. No, 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 no. 33. That's fuck. young? 30. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, Holy shit. Some, you know what? Like, us. If you asked me is 30 young, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I wish I was still 30. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember how old I am. Uh like a million like a million <laughs> <laughs> oh Just dude i'm excited brutal. to be back though that is that is what i have to say it was uh, a fun obviously recorded yeah recorded the money hill last week a lot or le- yesterday a lot of interesting stuff happened in league i think um contrary to you know kind of cod where we didn't have much to talk about going into i guess the start of the season but now i mean we got storylines emerging in league and the lcs is about to start i'm pretty pumped to get into this Oh yeah, massively. I think uh, we have loads of stuff going on in Europe. And like you said, L- uh, LCS just finished off their kickoff. Um, or lock the lock-in, baby. The kickoff classic was a botch. All right, someone else take, take over. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah the, the lock-in <laughs> tournament. But it's. I think it finished in such a weird way. I almost feel like it's it's somewhat anticlimactic. Um, but look, we'll get well, we'll get well, into that. Yeah, NEC, exactly. Yeah. Big storyline. I mean, there's only there's, there's two storylines. There's like four storylines. There's like five. There's, there's a lot there's of storylines. There's a lot. I don't I know mean, about I mean, the storyline. I think has to be Rogue is still undefeated, and they faced off against incorrect. two tough opponents. They are they are the regular season reapers. I mean, like this That's is unbelievable. That's a, this Rogue. Name. Rogue, the regular season reapers. That's good. Why am I not in branding and media? Like, why? That was that was great. I am so good at this. I will say, listen, the kill spread for Vitality one team fight, only four. So you take the plus side. I think they were on the minus side though. I said Rogue on the plus side. No, you Um, did. Uh, You definitely. I mean, look, if you took the plus four and a half, that's that's straight cash. It's it's pretty free. Like, yeah. You consider that? I also don't think Rogue loses that game if they were to lose it by more than five kills, like at all. You know uh, but wasn't? Rogue being plus money is unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, Nikki, t- alluding to what you were, and I, I said it on our Discord, which, you know, lovely chat. But um, to me, the story of the weekend, there were two teams or three teams that go 2-0. and Rogue, yeah. you know, with an exceptional, exceptional weekend. G2 really coming into form and I, I know you want to touch there but uh yep. exceptional weekend 
and obviously Team BDS, third place best team. And, and, <laughs> no, uh, no, and, no, no, in the no. LEC. And so, like, I mean, look, you can't, you can't deny the facts. Uh, phenomenal. Which that. one's more important than the others? Who could, who could even tell? You know, who knows? <laughs> uh, but then on the flip side, you have three teams going zero and two, yeah. right? And so, you know, Astralis absolutely bottom of the barrel, just kind of the laughing stock uh, of the LEC, kind of has been. Uh, SK Gaming, which massively surprising like just like i think you were having them a top six team or like you were hype on them kind of preseason and uh for for i think justifiable reasons but just completely underperforming and then uh you know the other the other last place team fanatic when they uh come and go in o2 so scoot i think we split our kind of bet if you will from last uh episode on this um you know i said Rogue we had like a not weird go, reverse split. Yeah, it was really it was like very strange. The the big thing I did want to hit on was just the fact that I did have the fact that uh Misfits would not go 0 and 2 this weekend. And, and so I think yeah, you it, you had a pretty high stakes bet there. I mean, a huge high stakes bet. I <laughs> it mean, was your it was your pubes. On I, made mo- I made I made money. Maybe, he would have made bet, you know. And by the way, I made more money. Yeah, I, I mean, look better than the jungle you have right now. That's for sure. I, I made I made substantial <laughs> money on that because I bet the, you know the same odds against them in G two and them against Mad Lions and Mad Lions actually had the better odds. So, um, the I think the bigger point there is like Misfits is clearly a top five team, uh, or top six team, and they're definitely gonna be making playoffs. Yeah. they're they're yeah. they are now cemented as like a quality team. The 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 issue for me, I, I get their quality. I think sneaky good which you have in the notes here is is a good way of putting it um i i would kind of agree there the issue i believe personally is just that the lec feels like the league where there's a lot more evolution over time and for some reason i could also see them falling off like they've started really well some years and then fallen off like mid-season they've also started poorly and like come back misfit specifically as no, an organization I think they've always made playoffs I mean, yeah, but I feel like there's there's more room for other teams to progress as well. I, d- like I don't disagree. The the I season. think right now the thing is, is like they're a playoff team. They have a history of making playoffs. Uh, the question does become what, what, you know, can they maintain that and will other teams creep up on them? Um, you know, we're looking at them. They're sitting in uh, fourth place, tied for fourth, but fifth place really. And you have Excel, BDS, and Vitality right behind them. I mean, it's got to like obviously you're expecting Vitality to creep up that ladder pretty quickly. Yeah, and if they don't, then there's something seriously wrong with that team, which yeah, is sure. full but, of superstars. You know, I think we can also say Mad Lines drops down or something like that. Like, but sure. the point is, is that you do have they're sitting in that fifth, sixth place, um, and I can I don't see them necessarily like you know if we're talking about the other teams, do I really see Misfits as better than Mad Lines, G two, Fnatic, Rogue, or Vitality? No. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, who? Yeah. Uh, it's it seems like they maybe have separated themselves a little bit from the back of the pack, which is a good thing, I guess, if you're in the playoff conversation mm-hmm. moving forward. Um, but I could also see like if the XL sub works out, that could push XL, you know, to another level, hopefully, and, and maybe make them compete. But they also yeah. are chokers. Um, it doesn't seem like SK has it in them. Maybe BDS does after the weekend they had. Obviously, alluding to Chris. And them going two and zero, and Chris's preseason prediction. I don't want that to happen, uh, but no it is an interesting conversation to have. Like, who could catch them from the back of the pack? I'm not sure the answer right now. I'm just saying, long season ahead. So, 
it's worth considering, you know, there could be some regression and progression from other teams. Yeah, I, I, I think so. They're on that cusp. So they're definitely yeah. in danger of potentially um, falling out there. Now, if it's if it's Misfits XL fight for the playoffs, you know where the money's going. Yeah, without Of that. course. <laughs> there's no doubts um, there. I think the thing, like, look, I don't know if there's much to say about Rogue. I, I know we touched on it, but I just want, is there anything else you guys want to add? To me, it's just like, look, Mal Ryan seems to be everywhere. The team is playing incredibly well together. They're winning, you know, Maorang is supporting lanes and then allowing those lanes to snowball other lanes. Um, just across the board, they're just looking excellent. Is there anything you guys want to add to that? Or It is interesting the way they were able to pretty much utterly dominate Fnatic and not do the same really to Vitality. I think they beat them like handily. But mm-hmm. if you really go back and look at the stats, it, it wasn't super dominant against Vitality. But that's why um, I don't think the stats... Because you look at Maorang's stats, and his stats are, are not great. But yeah, they're, his they're definitely, impact is huge. Yes. Sure, yeah, no, absolutely. And, and being like playing a game such as Valorant that has kind of the same issue where like your stats aren't always going to be there, but sometimes your frags are more impactful than others in rounds where they matter. Or you have like people who are like in a save, you know, killing three mm-hmm. people, and then that's added to their stats. It just doesn't matter, yeah. right? But, yeah, obviously, I think they're playing great as a team. I just don't think across the board, like, that win was nearly as dominant as the Fnatic one. And I think that is an interesting point. It's just that maybe Vitality is starting to progress and they're not where they need to be yet to have a chance of winning the LEC, but it does look like they're getting better. I I think the one thing here that, and this is where maybe the statistics overtell a story, but when I'm watching these games, Comp is just absolutely playing out of his mind. And... Mm -hmm. If you look across these two games, um, and again, not to just harp too much on statistics, but comp goes 6-0-6, oh, kills, death, assists. No deaths. Um, Larson also 5-0-9. Oh, but like, then you go to the next game against Vitality, and again, comp is 7-0-3. Uh, and, and so for him, not to, for him not to die, like that just... Unequip, like you just create such an advantage for your lane and for your team when you're able to farm and you're able to perform that well. You're getting the kills, you're getting the assists, you're not dying in critical moments. Um, and, and, and so to me, that's the story. I mean, obviously, Marwan's playing great. I think we've all been talking about like across the board, them as a team, but it's interesting to me that kind of the two players that they brought on this year are performing some of the best. And I know that's probably helped by Oduamne, by Larson, by Trimby. Yeah. But the I fact think... that, I, but look, these two guys are, have stepped up and are performing at a level. I don't want to say that surpasses Hansama. Um, let's, let's I, I would say that. at this point, I think, but playing, as, a team, as a team, I think they're playing. Yeah. Better. It's, it's really incredible. I, I think, really I, think I don't know if they, I think it's a better listen, player, listen, I think... but it's a better team. And that, no, I, I, a distinction. I think, in, and part of the issue with having a player as good as Han Sama in individual talent is that you start to lean on it a little too much. Yeah. Um, and I think part of why Comp is performing very well is that he, like, we talked about this prior. He had been pretty mid um, as a player for like a couple of years. And I think you put him in the right situation with the right people around him. And as like an ADC, it is kind of your job to put up the lines that he's putting up when you're on as good of a team as he's on. But, I mean, he's still doing it, and and that is the important part. Um, I think that now you've kind of created this, like, function where everyone is, is like, 100% of the victories instead of leaning on kind of – we've alluded to it, you know, Hansama pretty much, like, 
that was a heavy lean. I think they still had a ton of team victories during the regular season. Obviously, super dominant. Can't take away from anybody on this team. But it feels like there's more gel now. Um, and that is fairly dangerous, I think, come a playoff situation and maybe come Worlds if they make it there. I, it looks like they will right now. But it, who knows? Maybe the maybe the chemistry's still off when you see a stage in finals. So, oh, that's an interesting conversation to think about. Look, at, at this point in time, Comp, Maurang, uh, uh my top runners for MVP. Comp will probably win MVP with the stats he's putting up. And I think he totally deserves that. It, I, I, can I, mean, I can make a case for Maurang just because of his uh his impact. Um but like that's that's but like comp even like on a CS, like four fourteen against Yeah, uh, but it's 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 all set like, up like too though. I mean just in the way they play, I think they set him up really well. And yeah. it is his job to execute and that he is doing, but I, the players around him deserve a lot of props because your ADC gets set up by everything that's done around you. Like, that is very much the truth. Yeah, yeah, your I, job I, is I, to I deal damage, which, I mean... But yeah, but performing. there's a lot of ADCs who don't do that. So well, yeah, obviously. Uh, but you he... don't know their names for a reason, you know? <laughs> I'm uh, going going on to kind of, like, next topic. BDS. I think, for me, good. the big one is Fnatic. Hold on, can I just wait... I feel like I'm about to get slaughtered too with any comments just because it feels like I just made a uh, your job as a kicker is to make field goals ninja yeah. comment like just little, now. But I mean, bit. that's not that I don't want to come off that way. But yes, fanatic. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I think, look, no, no, I get what you're saying. You're saying that basically the, the ADC role is one that is much more dependent on their team and that how the team plays and what they do has a huge impact on their stats. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I like, yes, but but you yeah. do have, and he's performing. That being said, like, that's you a, have that's teams the where you have like an ADC on a bad team and he looks incredible because he has to do all the damage and they're like building around him and stuff. So it's yeah, different exactly. ways of interpreting it, but I, I see what you're saying. Going to Fnatic, the, I'm not concerned about the losses too much. Because I think I, I well one I predicted I, them and two oh, I so think of course you, you of course I did I bet on yeah. Rogue actually yeah. you haven't trusted me money for my our bet so you need to get that over um, and I it's I'm an, trying to remember it's an ongoing tab for the season did We're we make be... a bet on Fnatic uh, Rogue I'm trying I don't to think we put no I don't think it. you guys yeah. did no. to be honest I so I definitely I wasn't like I wasn't overly confident in either one of those games we were just suggesting that wherever the odds were like i think i think we both agreed that rogue being the underdog was worth the taking the wager mm-hmm. i yeah. agreed with that as well to be clear but yeah the issue is i had too much faith in Fnatic. you did and you know and by the way yes. nikki nikki i while i wouldn't be overly concerned about losing to rogue the uh the greatest regular season team of all time or as what'd you call it scoot i already forgot the regular season reapers yes the regular season reapers um that game to G2 is concerning. Like, they got their ass handed to them. Yeah, you see, I think G2 is good. I think G2 so is this, good. They No, the but you they, didn't think G2 was that good. They, you, well, yeah, they, you always fun G2. And by the way, by the way, by the way, they should have lost to Misfits the day before. So the fact that they, they almost went one and one that weekend, right, Misfits threw at the end. So, no, so what I'm trying to say here is that, to me, Fnatic, when I've been watching their games up until this week, they've been winning. But there has been some weird drafts. The early game has been a little bit all over the place. And I know I commented on this and we talked about it in our Discord. If you're interested in seeing those, you can find it in our pink tweet at Best3Network. Um, Good plug. But, thank you. Um, 
so definitely seen those kind of uh, weaknesses, and I think Rogue exposed them. I'm also what I'm gonna say, but so I still think they are a top three, top four team. But if they can't fix those weaknesses, I don't see them getting into top two. Whereas G two, I actually the more I've watched G two, the more I think they're playing better and better. And the the win over Fnatic to me says more about G two than it does about Fnatic. I'd like to be very clear that from the beginning, I said that one you can't remove winning culture from a winning organization it just won't happen g2 will always compete and two i trust their staff and their organization to pick good players to fill in even when people think they're gonna have it down here yeah and it feels like they've done just that and you can say that misfits choked all you want but they still outslayed them by like 11 kills and and that is just i mean end of the day maybe they choked but also g2 showed some fucking grit in that game and i think that is really important especially from a team that is like fairly young across the board i would say yeah. Um. Good to see. And then obviously they go on to beat Fnatic, who, you know, lost their first game. Maybe confidence was down, but they did just kind of work them. So it's encouraging to see from G two. I think G two is like very solid. And and honestly, beginning of the season underrated. Obviously not reflected super well in betting lines just because the name brand power there. But Ah, that is super unfortunate, to be honest, because I would have been hammering G2 if their lines were better. Although I did say G2 beats Fnatic, so. Yeah, I mean, look, the reality I'm is, Goody, the, uh, the plus four and a half would not have paid the way that uh, our boys G2 handed their ass to Fnatic. Like, it was just dominating from minute one. It was very impressive. Yeah, um, but I didn't take a I, plus I, four and a half. I just took G2. I knew. I know, but having watched that game, having watched that game, it does leave some uh, concern, if you will, for my belief in uh, fanatics. I don't. I'm not going to go ahead and uh, announce the end of the season for them, uh, but I do think you're going to see a bit more favorable betting odds. To be honest, for For sure, I think that's That's a good thing. One, and also there is some air of like this team should in some regard be an underdog team. I don't know why and I don't know why I feel that way, but I no, not in terms of like their talent or anything. Like they're obviously a top 3 team right now, of course. But there is that like they had kind of the breakdown at Worlds, right? And there like a lot of people were downtrodden on the org and and everything that kind of happened there and the way they handled it. And, and then that piled on. I was also right like the way they handled last year, I, like they were they had a pretty poor start to the second split. And then they came out like fairly electric and they carried that over into playoffs. It seemed like when they were doubted, they played better. And so I'm hoping that only fuels kind of what happens going forward. So we'll see. Like, I think Fnatic is a team that deals with doubt very well. Yeah. That's just my take on it. Yeah. I, and look, I, I don't, I think the, what I saw in the game was what I'd been seeing before and just a better team exploited it. So that's it's hopefully i think the thing is it's sometimes tough to to identify and work through those things when you are still winning now that they've lost hopefully they'll learn a lot from those games and be able to adapt and they'll move forward and that's kind yeah, of going to learn shit without getting beaten yeah i think i think that i think they're a team that's now that they've lost to two good teams i think there's a lot of takeaways they can take from that those matches and it will only make them stronger going forward now if this leads into a losing streak, yeah, all right. At that point, I'm I'm willing to be concerned, 
for now, I think, uh, it, like I said, I always thought G, G, uh, Rogue Story would win. And I thought G2 has been playing better and better. So, uh, Not to I say they're comparable to the dominance that Atlanta Phase has on the CDL, but if you remember like what would happen after they lost games, yeah, it, I think we're going to see something similar in a, in a rubber band effect here. Sure. I think that's a fair thing. Um, so you're predicting BDS to beat G2? Yes, absolutely. No, I'm BDS predicting Fnatic to come out and slaughter Mad Lions. <laughs> um, all right, these these week's matches. We have three on the first day that I think we want to talk about. Uh, I'm the only one that put down Mad Lions versus... I'm Mad now Lions. joining you because I have stay, I have a dog in this fight, so I go ahead seen, and you start I, I us I haven't off. seen any... You haven't put your initials on anything here. We'll no, I know, I know. I do, Listen, that's my mistake. I kind of missed Lazy it. I, I, for some reason, <laughs> did not initial the LEC matches, so I'm just yeah. jumping in wherever. Yeah, but no, that's, no, no, that's my bad. Mute yes, him. I will. Mute him, Chris. Um, I think let's kick it off with Mad Lions versus Fnatic. So Fnatic coming off an 0-2. Chris is concerned. They have a 1.65 money line. And Mad Lions on the other side, not having the best start of the season. You know, 4-3 no. so far. Nidia, you know, sketchy. 50%. It's sketchy. It's It's been up and down. Their wins and their not losses have not been... been no, 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 like uh, they're inspiring There's, should we say no and the stats are bad <laughs> like genuinely the stats are, yeah the stats are, i was there we go so i, I, I saw you did the Don't odds worry. are 2.18 there so what do you guys think i mean let me feast on this first fanatic minus four and a half 1.82 that's your value take it all day they're gonna slaughter mad lines that's all i have to say here it's it's fanatic is going to destroy them it's time for the rebound that's all okay. i have to say it's it, like listen, trust it. Okay, what I what I would say that I would harp on is you do have a seventy one percent first blood rate versus a fanatic or for Mad Lions, whereas fanatic is twenty nine percent. So um, that that's the kind of disparity that I like to see, which is interesting. You know, I, th- I do think uh, so, so. I'm going to be queuing in on that, given especially Mad Lions have such a generous odds in the in that capacity. Um, I think you can get the first blood for Mad Lions at 1.93. Uh, so that's quite tasty. Um, mm-hmm. I Such a bad weekend for Fnatic. It has me scared. Honestly, I'm staying away. That's why I didn't put my name next to it. I don't, I don't, I would I don't also, love this I, game other than the first blood. If you want to get tricky in a little prop bet here, team to score a quadra, Fnatic, 5.5 odds. Listen, <laughs> it's... It, if ever yeah, there's you a know match, what? That's, I, I love that because that is your go. new kill spread, right? No, there. it's not. That's, um, that's not even close. Yeah, I, I think that is interesting. Honestly, at this point, I just uh, I I love the odds on Mad Lions, but it's hard for me not to take Fnatic. I just don't. I don't think Mad Lions is at the same level as G two or Rogue. So, I kind so of it I looks, look at it this looks, and, and it, I think those odds are a bit of a trap. Yeah, I mean, to me, I would take Mad Lions at plus 5.5 uh, kills or even plus 4.5. You can get both of those at 1.90 or 1.99, respectively. Mm. Um, I think Fnatic is the better team, but I do think it'll be a close game. Can you get a plus 1.5 or something like that? Plus 1.5, you get 2.15. That'd be great. But, I mean... I'm talking on the match. It's a best of one. It was a joke. Never mind. Uh, You're too slow to... To latch on to it's okay 
<laughs> so, Scoot, did you get that joke? I mean, kind of, but like not thank, really. Thank you, Scoot. Shut oh, up, Scoot. A, say yes. That's a I'm bad gonna, joke. I'm taking, I'm taking both sides. Um, I didn't get it, and I also got it at the same time. I, so I, I, I don't know. Also, not spreads. funny at all. You guys know that, so. All what, right, the spreads? Cool. Listen, minus four and a half. Take it all day. Fanatic, easy. One team fight, GG. Good night. See you later. Fanatic of that. Okay, next one. Uh, Vitality Misfits. So this to me, and I think you're probably like, Vitality's good, but to me again here, it, it's a misfit money play. You, they have 2.42. Um, and, and I just think that that is such quality value for a team that's not being well regarded like i think they're being slept on they just beat mad lions uh they lost to g2 obviously but you know we've just discussed and i don't think that any of us kind of assume that vitality is on the same level of g2 um you know they're starting to run into form but you know i i was very keen to see what they were going to do this past weekend right they did have a good win or not even a good win against sk on friday but then they come out and lose to rogue on saturday i, I don't know I think that for the money, like 2.42 for Misfits, that that's quite tasty. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. I think uh, Vitality is kind of getting better and better, but I also think that Misfits is just playing well now. Like their so, K- like their, like their, they... stis, their, stis are the, their stats are the exact same. KD is 1.01 yeah. for Misfits, 1.02 for Team Vitality. But um, I also the feel early like ga- the early game ratings. Hurt. The early game rating is nice for Vitality at, at a seventy-one point zero, whereas Misfits a forty-four. But then the mid to late game, where like shit really fucking matters, is Misfits a way bigger uh, advantage at thirteen point one versus negative twenty-one point zero. Um, yeah, we're also accounting for like a very rough Vitality start, and I feel like this is kind of bait to to the point of like I am not going to get involved in this just because it almost feels like it's set up for yeah there's value on misfits now but here's where vitality performs yeah and it's in matches like this but if i I discount the very first weekend um which is what you're referring to let me just pull up the two teams real quick but even so but if you say that i don't think a little bit better 1.5 i don't take 1.5 that's what i'm staying away it just feels baity that's that's all i'm saying that's my issue with it which I is mean, like, I'm look, it's either, I think this is also look, a little bit tied to the question of whether do you do you think Vitality is going to end the season as a top four team, or do you think they are going to uh, kind of sit in that fourth, fifth range, kind of struggling a little bit to achieve the results that they need I, to? Because the I season's starting see... to, slip, you know, we're week three. There's a this is I'm not saying the season's over. But it is coming to a conclusion way faster than most people think, and they're currently sitting tied for sixth place at three and four, well, tied with or, Excel or, and, or, and BDS. Or tied so they for have to place. make these, these <laughs> they have to make these plays to get into that top top four top three position, um, and they have to beat teams like Misfits. On the flip side, I, if you think Misfits is actually legit and Vitality is going to drift a little bit, then I think 2.5 is great odds and it's worth the take. Yeah, I, I think so differently. Like, Misfits can be quality and Misfit and Vitality doesn't have to necessarily drift. But, like, I think these two teams are more even than the odds would dictate. So I see a ton of value there at 2.42. And, you know, that, that to me is a good bet. Okay. 
It's fair enough. I agree. Listen, I'm I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying personally, I'm staying away. It just feels trappy. All right. Fair not enough. all trap. Um, last match of the day that we want to well, really, Chris, you want to talk about was Rogue versus XL. Yeah. Again, I, I, and I, I don't need to say more than two words on this. Rogue at two point at one point two five or one point two four, which is what I'm showing, is just exceptional value. Uh, for the for the greatest team for for the regular season. Uh, fuck, what are they called, Scoot? I'm not helping you with this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna have to get over it, old man. Uh, for the best team regular of all time, season silly willies. <laughs> <laughs> For the regular season, Silly Willies, uh, 1.24, give it to me. No. No. That's uh, those terrible odds. I am, uh, I'm not there for it. I'll take the other half of that. I'll take a 24% return on my money every day of the week when it's free. Thank you. All right. Um, yeah, I'm okay. staying away. I mean, yes, stay the fuck away from that one is my recommendation. Madoff got you 10 to 15 and your money disappeared. That's the yeah. second... Second podcast in a row. You, I made a made you off had joke. a bet yesterday go. of being like just having your team in the top three, and you wouldn't take that bet. So, and it was the team you said you thought was going to reach, like uh, to win it all. So, I, I I'm not sure I can trust you on this one. Um, day two, day two, kicking it off. SK with misfits. Uh, this is actually. I was going to say so. Last week I've been kind of saying in the past few weeks that look, SK maybe. Is worth taking. I don't think so. I think stay the fuck away from them. Um, I think you can get misfits. Are you taking? Are you taking five. SK against Astralis? No. On day one. No. One point six four. Those are two teams that I think are just like bad. Dude, honestly, maybe take Astralis in that match at two point one eight. I know. It's not even a joke. I know. I just want to throw that out there. Like it might be worth considering. They're bad, but they're both really bad right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um like SK at two point five is not enough against Misfits. I, I agree with you. I think Misfits is playing well. I just don't think they'll get it so done I, in the I, match I, that we disagree Misfits on. money line actually when I wrote this was higher. So uh that that was more of a recommendation. It's sitting at one point five for me now. You might be able to find it better somewhere else and so you can shop shop around a little bit. What I do really like is the race to five kills. If you grab misfits on that, you can get that at one point six. It's solid. I just think misfits are, are more likely to get that what if so nobody gets know. five kills yeah um I, <laughs> then i don't know i don't know uh look i just think misfits uh race to five kills 1.6 is a good one i think 1.5 is fine but you can shop around and kind of find a little bit more there uh like your previous one there's not really much more for me to say around that so i think that's about it next one that we have down it's yours. BDS versus Mad Lions. Why? Chris? You, you already know where I'm going with this. I know yeah, where BDS, you're going with this. 3.05 money line versus Mad Lions 1.36. BDS is somehow a good team and they're going to win. Yes. Thank you. Next. All right. Moving on. That's, I mean, simple enough, I guess. Simple enough. enough. Like, uh, look, at, look at the statistics. Tell me that them at 3 and 4 versus Mad Lions at 4 and 3. Uh, the KDs, the different statistics, tell me that there's, again, I'm not suggesting that either of these teams is like exceptional, but I'm suggesting yeah. there's value to be had. Yeah. Fair enough. I feel like um, Mad Lines has kind of fallen off a little bit, and that scares me because I feel like right when I start to doubt them, they just burn my shit, and so I'm just not getting involved with any of that. That's true. That is 100% true. 
that's a team that'll get you. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, I think- listen, there's two listed. You got to pick the one that, you know, less people want to talk about because the last one is an absolute ripper. Yeah, the last one's a ripper. So it's like Fnatic versus Excel. Chris, you had that down as well. Are you doing another thing where you're saying 3.55 on Excel is worth taking? No. 1.30 on Fnatic is worth taking. Oh my God, oh. dude. You're going to get, you're gonna get shafted at some point. All right. Okay. Um, that's I, I listen. I mean, I can't. I can't really agree with that. If anything, like, there's value on taking XL off two fanatic losses. I said, yeah, fanatical rubber band and dominate this weekend. But like, if there's any value in this match, it's probably on XL. And even so, XL at plus eight and a half is a crazy line if you look at the spreads for one point eight three. That's pretty clean. So, just want to throw that out there and be an absolute contrarian as I am. Uh, I I, I'm just staying away from this match. I don't think there's like look, I've seen the seen the value there, but I also think that I just don't trust them. I don't trust Excel to actually close it out, and I don't like risking not a chance. I, I wouldn't put the thing is to make the thirty percent return worthwhile, I would have to put enough units on it to make it interesting. I'm not really interested. I agree with I'm that. Not, so it's also super hard to close against. Yeah, I mean, okay. Proven look, that. Yeah, yeah. Look, I think I think Fnatic will win. So if it works for your bankroll, by all means, I'm with you on that. Um, final match of the day. This is the one that I think we're all excited to talk about. Rogue versus G2. Rogue is sitting at a 1.5 money line. G2 sitting at 2.5 money line. Scoop, why don't you kick us off with it? I mean, they got to lose eventually, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, please? At some point? The problem is I don't think the odds are good enough on G2, the way Rogue's been playing. But, like, this is so difficult. Um, I think, if anything, you consider Rogue minus 5.5 at 1.8 because it boosts your odds a little bit. But this is, like, it feels like it's sitting right where it should be for me to not want to bet on either side. And that makes me sick to my stomach. Hmm. This is for me. This is the match that defines whether Rogue is going to have a perfect run or not. Like I I'm, think, yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm on the cusp of believing. I I was around for the Fnatic perfect runs, and it was fucking awesome. Um, and even the Immortal ones uh, in the regular season that they unfortunately didn't convert into titles. But I think if Rogue can G two is like their final hurdle, they've been in everyone else. But G2 G2. feels like such a hurdle for some reason. Like, always. One, psychologically, yeah. Because they are they are a fucking... They have the momentum behind them. I think they're playing really well. Um, It is... But also, like, it's perfectly timed. Because now Rogue has, like, run through pretty much every other team, right? And now you you come up to the last... Like, the last one of the bigger teams is G2. Of course. It just had to work out that way. As they're getting good... Well, not good, but getting better, you know, like they're, yeah. they're, they're good, obviously. Don't get me wrong, but like they're developing, you know, and it's a young team and now they just play rogue. So it feels like a problem for some reason. I don't love the minus 1.5. I'm sorry, not the minus 1.5. I mean the 1.5 mining line on rogue for that. It's That's just saying it's not, it's not good. I, I would actually, I'd put a little bit on G2 as a 2.5. Like I want rogue to win, but if G2 wins, at least I make money. Oh, emotional hedge? Yeah. 
It's a very that, smart move. I mean, G2 at 2.9 is just insane value. Like, my head is spinning. You have it at 2.9? Okay, I yeah, have it at, obviously I have take it at, that at 2.9. I have it at 2.9. Oh, I would take 2.9. 100%. Yeah, I'd take 2.9 all day. Yeah. I'm assuming their spread's probably wider, too, in which case I'll also take that. Uh, the spread... So, I'm on a website where you can pick the spread. Yeah, but you can tell which one it is by the point where it hits yeah, uh, it's 1. About, 8 ish. About G two at plus seven point five. Yeah, that's two. That's two kills higher, which is like pretty significant. I would say that's very significant. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know where the where you're getting that, but uh, two you, two point like nine is like yeah, like that's yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. you 2. start 9, thinking about 2. this. Two point nine is without a doubt. Uh, I would take it. That's just three X on a team that's proven themselves to be exactly. pretty solid, yeah. in my opinion. So yeah, yeah. That, that's win. my emotional hedge, right there. That's a perfect emotional hedge, I would say. Yeah, you don't would, always get three odds on your emotional hedge. No, I, I would. The, the rogue at one point four two, which is what I'm showing, uh, is just not valuable no. in that game. I would not take that. All right. Wrapping it up with Chris's weird plays on BDS and taking a 1.3 and all of that, uh, we can just jump over and start talking about the LCS that finished off the kickoff tournament. Lock in. Fuck me. Cross the pond, end of the kickoff. Damn it. It all fell apart for you guys at the end. It's all going on. Um, Yeah. Everyone on this podcast was wrong. Dude, what a... I mean, like, you called the dig, dig getting to semis. I'll give you that. We I are... didn't actually call Dig getting to semis. No, he said Dig to win it all. I said Dig was going to win it all. So okay, I'm, so I was very wrong. You, you guys were also close. just as wrong because you, you were wrong. You kind of got close. But uh, well, I got close the to train and TL just smashed them. Just I mean, TL is just like, it's a it's a super team. It's a, Well, it's a super team that's not playing with their full team. It's also Which is scarier Bjergsen, than anything. You know, Dow Bjergsen at your own risk. And we, we talked about this preseason. I was saying, like, look, I think he'll be a bit rusty, but this is a guy who knows how to win. Like, he is the Tom Brady of uh, the LCS. If does he look, lose title matches? Like, dude, does that? Barely, barely. Yeah, it doesn't happen. He is, um, and it's a weird thing because I'd always say Jensen, I actually think, is a better, like, player than him and has a better international record. But Bjergsen wins. He in the, in the clutch situations where you need to pull out, he performs every single time, um, and it's phenomenal. I mean, he finished it. I think he had something like a he finished off with like a fifteen KDA, fifteen point six KDA. Yeah, I mean, he had the highest one going into last week, and that only continued. So yeah. it was pretty terrifying what he was doing to people. Just, yeah, he he's the Reaper in the LCS. Um, I dude, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't want to say what the hell happened to G- EG, which is what is written here. Like, I sure, I think they got exposed, but like, by a team that's very, very good. And the issue you've already pointed out is that they weren't playing with their full roster, so they only get better. They only get better, and that is a huge issue because you're actually we're talking about a super team at that point. I think four very good players is already a super team, but then you add in. I mean, whatever, whichever one you want to, you know, mix and match there. Um, either Han Sama or uh, Korjeje. But, like, you add them together, and then they're playing together. They're also both elite individually. It's just going to get worse for everybody else. This is going to be a scary year in the LCS. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I think it is. I, I, I think EG just had, like, some rookie players. 
I think they w- went up against basically ve- like the veterans of veterans. You know, the the roster on TL is is insane. Um, and I just think they know how to win. I'm still super excited about EG. So it's not a, I, it doesn't hold me off. And I think if they can accomplish this in the lock-in tournament, what's going to happen when it comes to playoffs? Oh, yeah. I mean, this wasn't even like that serious, but they were playing like it was and, and they smashed teams. Um, I will give Chris props here. One, one, hold on. We'll start with the fact that yeah, you guys wait, are bozos for saying dig or for saying uh, TL minus two and a half, one. Yeah. You know, Dig put up a fight. They won their map. <laughs> like, they got it. I also said Dig minus one and a half, so I'm also a bozo. Uh, everybody was wrong. We all missed on EG, and I missed on Dig. So nobody had TL winning, which honestly, we're stupid for not picking them. Um, that's the only reflection I have there. But, you know, Chris finally took you in a head to head. He said, y- you called out Barons. You're like, I'll take the over on Barons every map, and, and it never hit. Never hit. So. He and, that he, is, and, he, you and know, he called props. that out. He straight up, you straight up said actually historically, it's so far it has not been hitting. Um, and I was like, pish posh. Completely. But the problem is, he didn't put money on it, and so it's not on the record. But it is always in your ears if you want to go back and listen to it. So congrats, Chris. There, thank Big you. Big dub for you. Thank also, a huge spot on that. I mean, I, I was kind of leaning the other way because I thought the matches would at least be close. But I think, you know, kind of. EG having that experience together as a five man and, and C9 not playing with their full roster, they obviously got a little exposed, but that was bound to happen. I think we all called that out. It was going to be like near like three zero. I was talking to my friends. I was out like I think Friday night, and we were all out at a bar, and I was like, "Yo, EG in the morning, EG minus one and a half. Like you have to take it." I was spamming people's ears, but uh, you know, I wish they listened to me, and they didn't. So it's on them. Unbelievable. Shout out to the boys. As much as I want to take credit for the uh, Baron play, and I will, um, <laughs> it, I got absolutely destroyed by Team Liquid. And so the, I can't claim full victory. Uh, props to TL. Like, EG didn't lose a single, a fucking single game the entire thing, and then goes, it's 3 0'd. Because 3 0'd. It's like, what the fuck? It's about um, the little victories, you know? You got to reflect on the good ones. Look, I think for the regular season, I'm still incredibly bullish on EG. I, I think, you know, t- t- for that kind of young talent, uh, Jojo Pion, um, Danny, etc., to be in a tournament, you know, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll put air quotes with the, the name tournament there, right? It's, it's a very first kind of preseason tournament. But it's a tournament nonetheless to make the finals, to not lose before that. Uh, very impressive. Uh, Got to expect kind of the... Um, the the uh, older statesmen to perform in a, in a grand final. And, and they did. And so um, I apologize team liquid for uh, putting EG at minus one and a half for put it for not respecting uh, your, your skills and your heritage. And so I uh, took some humble pie there, but uh, I will still be very bullish for EG placing top two and making worlds without a doubt. Honestly, yeah, bullish. Like, I think they're going to have a good season, but I think when C9's fully together, it's a better team. So that was I'm gonna, that was actually going to be one of my questions. Is like, do you, are you more excited? Which team are you most excited to see with the full team? TSM, C9, Golden Guardian? I'm most excited to see C9 for sure. Okay. 
Chris? I think the core that they have is solid enough to like put them in a place to compete with these teams, clearly. Um, but when you add the extra two players that they, they really need on the outsides, it's going to get pretty interesting, I would say. Um, also, Fudge looked like fairly good in the mid lane. I think it'll only progress as the season goes on. I'm really excited to watch that as well. That is my take. Chris? My two cents on the matter. Sorry, I spaced out for a second. What would you say? Which team are you most excited to see with a full Some roster? professionalism. Uh, my bad. Uh, and Scoot, you interrupted Nikki. Which team am I most excited to see what? With the a full roster. roster. TSM, obviously. Interesting. Okay. Like that, not they, not that Cloud9. Team, okay. No. I mean, Cloud9 was mostly a full team. They were missing one player. Uh, no, they're missing so be like two or three. Two or three. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, Summit and... Uh, and I mean, I guess Isles. I guess you could say that Isles is considered in the bot lane, but I'm pretty sure they're going is. for... I thought they were doing Winsome in the bot lane, um, but they're missing their ADC and their top laner. Yeah, they're missing Summit and... Uh, who am I forgetting? What am I... Fizek. R- regardless. Yeah, r- regardless. Uh, Cloud9, good team. They'll be marginally maybe better. I think a-, a lot more than marginally, but continue. TSM didn't have anyone. They were playing with the fucking. Yeah, they're... It's fun to watch. That's speaking. But, uh... but yeah, all <laughs> right. I mean, it's but like getting 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 a proper TSM team. Like I think when before the season started, we were like really hype on them as a team. Uh... I'm like the issue <laughs> for me just is just like, like no, like, no. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm whoa. sorry. I'm sorry if I'm being rude right now. Um, <laughs> like it's just like hard for me to be hype on them with everything that has kind of gone around like on around them if that makes any sense it does it's not even yeah. about like the players that they have it feels like the organization is just kind of like shitty right now and for some reason i don't want to watch them which is <laughs> like interesting I'm I, also about I, to take no that, i see but, what you mean it, it so. kind of it kills some of the joy when you hear the stories you see people leaving it it's it's not great um but i can see where you're coming from chris that's fair the the final question before we jump into the matches is around kind of the lock-in like what are our thoughts on it and what's the impact do you think it has on, on the regular season because to be honest i loved it i really really enjoy the lock-in i think it's a it's a fun tournament i think it's nice to kind of get some insight into players and teams um but i'm not i'm not reading into it too much it's not something that i'm going to take and go like okay 100 thieves is clearly washed uh you know uh, going eg there's a massive problem they can't deal with winning those aren't the issues i think we could, but it gives an opportunity for us to kind of get a taste of what do you guys think i without a doubt to me like it's fun right it's just like a fun way like you get a little i mean i wish they had figured out the fucking visa issues right i i, I wish we could have a this is the same situation last year where they can't seem to get all the players there uh which kind of leaves it a bit weird and you have these kind of weird beginnings of the season, but I am all for creating competitive environments where there are tournaments and fun atmospheres for people to be competing in. So I think it's great. I, I, I mean, maybe it's cause I'm an American uh, and we love our preseason events. Like we have preseason, you know, in baseball, we have spring training in college basketball. We always have these like stupid little tournaments early on in the season um, whereas LEC just dives straight into league play, uh, it gives it gets it gets and obviously in the CDL we have our kickoff classic. Um, there's there's no doubt 
that I am an advocate for entertainment. And to me, these tournaments just create a little bit extra entertainment. Yeah. I think it's nice to have a tournament to start off the season. Um, It, for me, isn't like a huge thing for your top organizations. I do think it gives like a little insight to how, you know, teams you might have misranked at the beginning of the season towards the bottom of the ladder are going to perform moving forward. So I think like the teams that made the most impact in my mind moving forward where like CLG and dig maybe FlyQuest a little bit as well. Um, but I think it's more important for those organizations than anything. Like you're always going to expect your top teams to perform and it, it is good fun. So also interesting to see just team liquid dominate teams, but uh, yeah, I mean, obviously good for the league. I think it's weird to kind of dive into regular season play like they do in the LEC, but that's kind of how things are. So there we go. All right. So day one, Big match, TSM, to kick it all off. TSM versus EG. I don't know if TSM's going to have their full roster. I doubt it. Um, so for me, it's like a big EG. Do we have, like, like when do we, when do we, I guess, like, do they, I've been trying to find anything on this, but, like, I don't know, maybe. Nah, there's nothing. Been, there's nothing, right? Like There's nothing are, that like, I'm hoping and praying. I haven't, I haven't seen anything. There's kind of like, hey, it's pending. It will, it will just happen um and that kind of it, they'll either tweet it it might it, you know you've got to track these things on twitter and see what i hate that i know it's a pretty bad way to get news out i feel like that's the one thing that like a lot of leagues have problems with is just like putting news out there about their league yeah um, I, I think it's a weird it's thing like maybe i guess how would you guys follow it in in traditional sports I mean, to be ESPN, honest, I feel if, like if there's was, not a really good yeah. aggregator of news. If that yeah, makes sense, if this was a real sport, uh, there would be no visa issues. So uh, that is know. also very true. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like I think they do deal with this. They dealt with this around COVID with like the NHL. It was like if you're in Canada, you're not allowed to come to the states. Uh, but yeah, th- there is um, proper news channels mo- moderating it or uh, mm-hmm. paying attention and like being able to kind of distill it, like. And to be fair, maybe I don't think it's a personal issue, but maybe TSM is just being quiet about it because they don't have any update. Maybe they're literally like they might not yeah, have any visibility sure. into when they'll get a response. So it's hard to provide any sort of updates for that. Um, just fucking sucks. Like it does the, the lack of transparency. And like I, we can't I mean, that's part of why I can't wait to see them when they have their real roster, because uh, I'm assuming this is true also for Cloud9. Like both teams are still kind of going to be hum- hamstrung. Yeah. Uh, I I don't I don't think it necessarily one applies to the other, but yes, I think something like that is. It's more more than likely, and that's probably why we have the lines that we have. You know, it's like a three point oh five on TSM and a one point two nine on EG. And thing is, it's like yeah, okay. If if you're, I'm guessing you put this down because you're about to say, hey, take the one point two nine. And sure, I think this is much more of a free lock than uh, some of the other matches. Um, but yeah. Until it's not. There we go. Anything to add, Chris? Because you had this down. So I don't know if there's anything that you want to particularly put down. No, I I, I think if if EG is full strength and TSM is not, you know where to go. I would just put it in a parlay, to be honest. That that to me is just you you put that in for some additional value. Fair. Fair enough. Um, Next one, I think we're all really excited about this one, is TL versus 100 Thieves. I mean, how do you not get excited for this? I don't know. Will like TL will be able to use their full roster, yeah? Or is that part of no? That, that the that's, visa a, that's actually a, that no, having? no. That's not a visa issue. That's a green card issue, which is 
Oh, uh, so somebody's not an import. Like, so ba- yeah, so basically, Cole JJ is applying for his green card. To be once he gets that, he yeah. becomes an American, uh, he you know, citizen or whatever, like not a citizen, but you know, counts as an American player, yeah. so he doesn't take an import slot. The thing is, they're like, oh, yeah, we've had you know, it's just a it's visa issues get solved pretty easily because they're visa issues, green card issues can take years. That well, is, is it an a, issue or is it like he's just waiting to get his green card? Well, that's the thing, we don't know. Like, I mean, it could even be like, hey, we need to have an appointment. But that appointment could be in like three months. You 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 know what I mean? Like it's not the green card is much trickier because there's you yeah, apply yeah, yeah, and sure. you're just waiting. So uh, I don't think TL will, will be they'll be playing with one iteration of their roster. Um, honestly, I'm taking hundred thieves just because the money line is great on them. That you're getting two point three odds on them and one point five one on Team Liquid. I agree with you. Moneyline's fantastic on 100 Thieves. Like, he's played well. It, it, they got taken out by Dig. They, that was like a hiccup. <laughs> I mean, but that's until just embarrassing then, to say. They did, but yes. they did win. They did look decent. Um, I think they're going to come. This is also 2.48, insane value. Just this is also a best of one. Yeah. It's a best of one between two of your top teams. Yeah. Like, this shouldn't be the case. For sure. So, I'm uh, 100% on that one. Don't think there's much more to add there. CLG versus FlyQuest. We all have this down also, which I'm actually pretty surprised. I mean, it's CLG all day for me. 2.02 odds, too good not to take them. I think they looked better than people expected, and I think development will only continue with the new front office and what they've kind of created there. So I think the whole organization's hungry to win. Um, Not to mention the odds are great on them. I also think they finish above FlyQuest this year, so we'll see what happens. But... This is a dub for CLG, in my opinion. Chris, yes. I, I'm a, my odds, I think, are a little bit worse than you in this case. I'm at 1.98 um, versus a 1.84. I just thought CLG was the better team uh, over FlyQuest. And so Agreed. Uh, to get a underdog value for a better team, I just like that value. And so to me, this is a pretty clear... Uh, I, I thought, you know, I think we talked about it. CLG, they made the next round. Uh, they got slaughtered, but at least they were there. They um, did really well. I, I do not think FlyQuest was uh, much, much to talk about. And so I, I, I very much look forward to betting on CLG on this. Yeah, I'm with you. I think actually CLG looked pretty good in the lock-in. This yeah, is one of those exactly. things where I'm just like, like, They're kind of running impressed. in the form. They came, like, again, don't, I mean, don't they took suddenly a game come off, at me and be a, like, they're not top two. Like, they, took no. a game off, they took a game off Cloud9 legitimately i i think they are in the running for top six um, oh god and... you're you're making me you're getting me excited <laughs> um, i mean they're in the running it's gonna take a lot they're in, in the opinion, running we'll i think see. there's gonna be some some adjustments that need to happen and so on but i really am i'm excited to see them play and i think the odds are phenomenal why like chris what do you have because i have 2.02 you said he has 1.98 yeah it's not wrong that. here Okay, yeah, well, I have 2.02, so... You, you, so yeah, you have a little bit better value than me uh, in this yeah. case, so definitely shop around. But um, those are both pretty close, uh, and I'm taking it either way. All right. Yeah, um, I would, I, it's it's actually annoying how much we're agreeing right now. I know, there's really not much, and it's funny because we also, like, I went, I was looking at all the matches and looking at all the lines and stuff, and I was like, all right, these are, like, the six matches that I'm hype on, or five, or whatever. Um, and I went to our what? little sheet, and... and uh, Mr. BNB over here had already put all of them down. 
So great I mean, not to not to go back to CLG before we're about to continue and move forward, That's but right. they are due for a good start of the season. It's been too it's long. It's been like three years. So. Yeah, it's been far too long. It's been too long. Um, all right, day two, we have TSM versus Dig. I mean, we're about to agree again, so like... Oh, Dig? We- I've got Dig Underdog at, at yeah, 187. I, I yeah, actually, yeah, I've got What's Dig Underdog. What's the deal here? I've got Dig Underdog. I was only wanting you to be like, yeah, TSM, you know, 1.77. No, something. we don't even we don't even know what TSM is. Like, if, if TSM still... feels their actual roster, sure, we'll start having that conversation. But also, even I so, I think Dig's odds only get that. better, and I I still take Dig probably. I think I still take Dig as well because Dig has a full roster. They have some reps. Um, TSM's going to face some language issues at the start. I'm. I'm actually, I think Dig. What, Chris? You said you have some something better than one point eight seven. Yeah, I got one point nine four. One point nine three. Dig looks solid. Okay, I'm. I'm not gonna. They're solid. I'm, I'm with they, you. They might be playing an academy team. So Scott, Scotty thinks that they probably were gonna win. So uh, now yeah. we all know that he was lying. Like that was actually he like is. Wrong, but they did but... take one off Team Liquid. They did better. Than EG. Exactly. No, they did. If, that, and that's not yeah. lying. I just took them to win. Team, I was going to say, like, even in the EG. loss, I thought it was good. I thought even the loss was good. For sure. For so, sure. I mean, for, for a team that seems to be, I won't say firing on all cylinders, but for a team that's for sure performing, to, to have them as an underdog against a team that's an academy team, like, please, yes, thank you very much. Their logo still looks like it was made in MS Paint in like 2006, but it's not a great logo. Other than that, yeah, I like the org a lot. So go dig, baby. Dig win. You can catch All me right. tweeting that shit on okay, Saturday. So we're Sunday. agreeing. Next one, EG Cloud9. EG at 1.6, Cloud9 at 210. Scotty, you're disagreeing with us and you're picking Cloud9, right? I mean, listen, <laughs> I want to, but only for the fact that this is a best of one. And if Cloud9 is able to field their entire roster, I think they win this game. No. No. I'm not betting on this game. I'm not betting on this game. I think that there's this is kind of like a trick spot where EG is the better team, but they're not given enough value for me to pick them. Uh, Cloud Nine is decidedly the the lesser team, uh, but there's just not enough value to pick them either. And so I'm kind of like in this no man's land, and I definitely do not want to be uh, betting on it. Uh, you see, I'm I'm full EG. I, EG looked great. I mean, they got EG beaten beat by. Team EG Liquid, Cloud but... Nine five five days ago, three zero. Yeah, just a fucking sweet. And I'm also I'm just gonna look. EG was undefeated until they got steamrolled by Team Liquid, but Team Liquid is not a a team that I I, I hold against you if you lose. Yeah, team. nobody's scoffing so, at Team Liquid. One point six. Like... If I can get one point six at the moment, or if you can shop around and find better than that, I'm a hundred percent taking EG. They're still a phenomenal team. They're playing really well together. The energy on that team just seems to be so positive, and uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. If C9 comes five. out with their full five, I'm taking C9. I'm but, not. Nah. I, otherwise, I'm, yeah, I'm sure, I'll ride with you on EG. Maybe wait. Maybe wait. Maybe wait until TSM. I'm telling you, man, Fudge yeah. is the most adaptable player right Fudge now. In in so good all of league, maybe so good, and he has a great attitude too. You gotta he love does. He, he, does. he might know how to. He he might be okay at playing League of Legends. He's also an absolute mountain of a human being. He is. And, and the fa- funny <laughs> thing is whenever they put him next to they always put him and Blabber together. And yeah. Like, Dude, <laughs> it is such a mismatch. Um, I'm a huge, huge fan. Do you know his real name? 
Are you a real fan? No, I. Oh wait. Oh. He has it on Twitter. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, don't look it up. If you uh, anyone can read it. What you I forget what it is. Right. I don't know. Um, Golden Guardians versus FlyQuest. This is something me and Chris had down. I'm. I like the odds on Golden Guardians at two point three, but I think FlyQuest is the better team at one point five. So I'm kind of like it's a bit of a. I was bullish on Golden Guardians, and if they have their full roster, I think the odds are good enough that I would take that. Um, but if they don't have their full roster, so this is a day two game, so you'll find out if they have their full roster uh, in their first match uh, against Cloud9 you, the day before. Do you think that they would change up the roster, though, mid, no, mid-week? No, I don't think you can. Yeah, I don't think so either. That'd be fucking So to shit. me, it's, By the way, it's a it's scoot, full just, roster. Scoot, just for you, Ibrahim Balami. Yeah. Oh, I knew it. I wasn't going to tell him that, but yeah, it's Ibrahim. He that is classic from the great, Aussie name. He's from the great country of Australia. He is. Which begs a huge question of how is Australia with so the poor. population size that I it know. has and the server population it has, size it has managed to produce such top players when it, uh, the whole argument that America has and NA has is that the server well, size... Well, the bigger is argument is why do they fucking let people leave APAC and go to America? Aren't NA servers like super segmented, like no. poorly? No. But they don't have like a dedicated for Challenger or whatever. No, they don't. They, there's like there's issues with ping and stuff like that. But the reality, a lot of things that they say is that like the pop- server population size is why the competition at the top isn't hard enough. Like it is in EU and particularly in Asia. Um, but the whole Oceania pumping out like basically what three of the top players in their roles, Fudge, FBI, um, and I've just gone blank now on the third one. Anyway, there's another um, Australian player that is doing incredibly well in the LCS and it doesn't make sense because they had a tiny server, didn't have a lot of viewership. Um, So realistically, Hmm. NA should be doing well. Man, Talon's going to find a way, especially in esports, so that's my only argument, my counter. But yeah, NA is just not good. Yeah, but why is NA not producing more? Listen, you're asking too many questions, Mr. EU. All right, calm down. <laughs> yeah, Mr. EU. And you might be asking the right ones, but I don't Isla, care. That's who this I'm is thinking. America. I'm thinking of Isla, sorry. Isla in support for Team Liquid. Yes, yes, yes. <sighs> I did not know Isla was from Australia. Yeah, so Fudge, Isles, FBI, Ryoma, yeah, I knew FBI. Destiny, yep. and Isla. You know what? We were having a good podcast, and now you've just absolutely fought it all over NA, so... I just it's a it's a question a, and I think it's a, a shame. It's because NA should be doing way better and the server size is a bullshit fucking argument. So well, NA we have to have some it. sort of we have to problem. have something to blame. We can't be blaming ourselves. We're the number one right. country in the gotta, world. We gotta make content, you know? Yeah. There we go. All right. I think that's it. Um actually no, Chris, what was your, your take on Golden Guardians Fly Quest? Sorry. I think we got done. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no shit. Uh look, Golden Guardians at two point six eight just insane value and i think that this has already been hashed but like i'm just not taking FlyQuest at 1.48 on in ever like just like mark that down so if you can get them honestly at that l- kind of low of odds which means that your competitive your competition is going to be that high with a 2.68 like absolutely just hammering it like all right put a put, put a full unit on that bad boy 
I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that as an underdog. I'm gonna do our earlier bet as an underdog uh, up here with uh, Dignitas against TSM, and I'm gonna get five point one eight. Like, who's who says no to that? I think we're gonna see a lot of line adjustment in this upcoming week. Yeah, d- at the moment things are very skewed. Can, um, I, can I interest you in five point one eight? Of course. Okay. Always, literally anything <laughs> above three you can interest me in. All you've got to do is say something somewhat reasonable about it, and it doesn't even have to make sense. Great. I'm glad, I, right. I'm glad I interested you. <laughs> there we go. That wraps it up, boys. I think uh, it has been a fairly long one. I think we're actually, we've been pretty good at keeping it around now to cover the two leagues. Um, please make sure to check out our Discord nice and active community there as always you can find it in the pin tweet at best of three network you can also follow us there um would love to hear your thoughts if you agree with us who you're most excited to see with a full roster and who you think is going to win it all yeah i'm way more so curious sure if you disagree in. with us i'm much yeah. more curious if you disagree with us because yeah if you agree with us it's like yeah we know we're smart whatever but i want to be learning from people please come in and tell me why i'm dead wrong because for sure um, and I think that is it. So I'm saying goodbye. Scotty, are you saying goodbye? Yeah. Thank you for stopping by. Listening to another episode of Gold Advantage. Okay. See you later. Chris? Toodaloo. Toot-ta-fucking-loo. <laughs>